0: Wrapping up the previous games and looking forward to the ones to come. This is Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts in downtown Eaton, a northern Colorado's voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Here's Clark Johnson. Good Saturday morning, everybody.
1: Welcome to the Preps Rewind right here on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. I am Clark Johnson. Thanks for jumping in with us today on the uh, program today. Of course, scoreboard. We're going to set up brackets for you. Uh, we'll go 8-man, 2-a, 3-a, 4-a, 5-a throughout the first half of the program here. Uh, Second half of the program, we're going to set up the volleyball uh, brackets for you. The regional's coming up here today. I think five Patriot League teams are hosting regionals out here in volleyball today. Uh, Also caught up with Lindsey Brown, the coach over at Roosevelt, so we'll play that back for you. But it should be fun. Uh, A great night of football last night. Of course, last night of the regular season for 3A, that was us last night on Preps Radio. We had uh, Northridge and Severance last night. I'll tell you what, um, Northridge, the number 4 overall season the four consensus right now, and that's huge, because if they stay four, and they won last night 27-19, to 19, so for all intents and purposes, they stay four, if they do, they're going to host two home games next weekend and the following weekend as the number 4 overall seed in the tournament, so uh, very, very big win for uh, Jeremy Hayden's Northridge Grizzlies that last night, 27-19, but I'll tell you what, um, outmanned on the field, personnel-wise, not close, Northridge has way more more than than severance does but I'll tell you what severance really came to play I'll give Jeff Van Winkle all the credit in the world he had his kids fired up they played some hard football last night so uh, hats off to them at uh, at severance last night as uh, Jaden Hoffman had a terrific night I thought at quarterback uh, Parker Gazdick did his stuff um, and uh, and and Maya Hoffman that's Jeremiah Hoffman Jaden's younger brother uh, Jaden's a junior uh, Maya's a sophomore Maya terrific loss night as well. They found Ty Adam a bunch in the, in the the uh, uh, down the field uh, catching footballs, too. So excellent effort and uh, really some big stops for Severance. Northridge had the ball a bunch inside the red zone and uh, kind of stumbled a few times. So we'll see. But the Grizzlies, when the chips were down, the Grizzlies came up with the plays enough to get the victory. 27-19. And uh, wouldn't it be cool? First home playoff game for Northridge since 2005 is going to be played next weekend. And, and uh, we'll talk about that here uh, on the program. The 3A brackets are going to come out tomorrow, so take a look at those. See where the Grizz goes, see where, who, who Roosevelt's going to get at the end of this thing, this thing, 1 versus 16 in there. So it'll be a 4 versus 13 for Northridge if they hold that 4 spot, and I'm sure they will. All right. Uh, thank you to Gould Parts, downtown Eaton, 454-3355. Any part you need, it's Gould Parts in downtown Eaton. They are your great sponsor here on Preps Radio. Radio. Uh, Okay, let's get it uh, to the scoreboard. Eight-man football will go... Uh, today, 1 o'clock, out at Lions High School, Ben Fusco and Dayspring Christian Academy, the number 11 seed, will take on the 6th, the Lions, Lions, Lions undefeated this year. And we'll see what Dayspring does. With all the injuries that DCA has, they really have played good football the last couple of weeks. See what they can do against Lions today. 2A football. Let's get to those. Last night, well, the University Bulldogs, the against the Academy last night, they had to go on the road, University the 12-seed Academy, the 5-seed. And uh, the university comes out with a 14-13 win, but they did it the hard way. As the academy scores, and uh, with time out on the clock, they go for two and uh, come up empty. University makes a big stick, and they win it 14-13. So university is going to take on the Classical Academy uh, coming up. Uh, this next weekend on Saturday, Classical Academy got by Moffat County 38 21. So, University and Classical Academy are coming up. Kyle Johnson, our uh, great uh, correspondent on the Alt Mail Post Game Show, caught up with Casey Doss last night after the ballgame talking about University's win. Here's that interview. Coach, uh, a thriller for you
2: guys tonight to say the least
3: oh it was freaking awesome <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I i'm sure it's a little more awesome now that uh because yeah, it sounds yeah. like it was a goal line stand at the end and time ran yeah. out and it so it sounded like uh there was probably some high pretty high tension moments there in the oh, closing God. moments
3: it was insane they freaking driv- drove the field about 70 yards um but we we found a way you know and that's what our kids have been doing all year and since our since those three games that we lost early in the season and Man, they found a way, and they battled together, and we had guys banged up, and they just kept playing.
2: Yeah, you guys. uh, I think, if I remember right, you guys got the early lead, and then they kind of bounced back, and then uh, you guys kind of had to fight all kinds of adversity. I think I read somewhere they held you at, like, fourth and goal at the goal line, and then they turned around and scored right off of that, so you had that adversity, and then you guys bounced back and scored right at the end of the half. So just the first half had plenty of excitement in it.
3: Man, it was fireworks. It was back and forth, goal line stands. For both teams, you know, long runs, and and uh, I just thought that just as a as a group, they never they never quit, and that's the biggest thing with this group is they don't drop their heads. They've seen adversity, and they just kept battling. And you know, our our offense stalled out a few times in the fourth quarter where we had opportunities to punch it in, made some mistakes, but you know, our defense came out and bailed us out and uh, had some huge sacks. Johnny Wyreik had a couple of huge sacks. Uh, great Schminky there at the very end with a host of other kids but they just played played awesome together
2: yeah you guys uh the offense just held to 14 points tonight so their defense may must have been equally as tough as your is, huh
3: yeah they, you know i thought they did a good job they were we we would it was tough i mean we would rip off a run and then we would do something dumb and we'd back ourselves up and we found in the first half we did a really good job of managing penalties and managing mistakes but the second half was we were behind the sticks a lot and so we were having to do a lot of long down stuff that we don't, we're not you know we're not used to. So that made it a lot different in the, in the second half for us.
2: Yeah, like I said, slowed you guys down a little bit, but you, that defense bowed its neck and and, uh, and came up. Uh, I mean, you guys, they go for it. That's gutsy for them, right, to go for the two-point conversion, but awesome for you guys that your defense is able to stand up and keep them out. What was that play like?
3: Uh, no, you know what? They ran. tried to run a little speed out down on the two, and we've seen it a couple times. I saw it a couple times on film, and uh, our DB, uh, Marcus, Marcus Loma, jumped the route. And so their quarterback pulled it down, and their quarterback is—he's exceptional. The way he just runs around, and uh, we ended up, um, ended up getting the stop. But yeah, so we we had seen it. We had seen that play a couple times.
2: All right, take me inside of it now. This is where the football nerd in me comes out. Is that is that? installed this week like hey if there's a two-point conversion watch for them this is what they like to do or do you throw that out there right before that two-point conversion play where no. where does that tidbit yeah. come in
3: i you know what uh, i we we alerted our dbs on it a little bit but if they came out into a couple certain formations and they came out into that out of those formation or out into that formation and so with that formation we knew that we were going to jump that outside leverage and we did um to stop that. And they actually got, the, got us on that same play last year for a two-point um, a two point play. A little bit different, but it was pretty much the same, same concept, and so we were kind of sitting on it.
2: Because they were in your league a year ago, right, before the whole reshuffle? Right. Yeah, okay. All right, yep. so there was definitely yep. some familiarity there, and I, I think they're a program on the rise, but you've got to be happy with your kids. Uh, like I said, you're, you're the 12 seed coming in. You lose the first three. You've now reeled off seven in a row. So uh, uh, congratulations on a big win, Coach.
3: Man, I appreciate it. You know, it's just we feel like we're disrespected a little bit, so we played a little chip, and, you know, uh, we were picked to lose by everybody, and our kids took that to heart. And keep picking us to lose. We like it. It's, uh, it gives us a little bit more motivation.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and the challenge is going to be there again next week. Looks like it's you and Classical Academy, so uh, you'll have another tough one, but uh, I'm sure your boys – or not sure, I know your boys will be ready. So we look forward to it. We'll follow along, and uh, and good luck next week.
1: Yep. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you calling. All right, there is, uh, there's Casey Doss. Casey said everybody's picking him to lose. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Casey, come on now. I picked you guys to win that ballgame. Uh, 12 over the 5. Come on now. Um, will that be a great battle coming up next weekend with the Classical Academy? I think it'll be terrific. Um, that's a, that's a really, really good football team, Classical Academy. So we'll see. University gets the win 14-13 against the Academy last night. They go from the Academy to the Classical Academy. Um, other games today, 2A. Uh, Delta and Berthard will go today. Corey Tickner's team went to Steamboat last week. They have to turn around and go to Delta today. Uh, I think they went last night and uh, stayed overnight. They'll take on the one seed. 16 against the one. Corey Tickner and the Spartans, they're just thrilled to be in the tournament. They're playing with house money. We'll see what they can do against the number one seed. Um, At Eaton High School today, Eaton, the two seed will take on the 15 seeded Bennett Tigers at a one o'clock at the big new stadium out there in Eaton. First playoff game in that stadium. No Morgan Tribbett today for the Reds, I don't think that's going to matter, folks. Um, just me, just my opinion, I think the Reds are going to roll today. I'm I'm picking something like forty-eight, uh, twelve, something like that for the Reds today. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, maybe Bennett can challenge the Reds today. I just think uh, it's two different, uh, two different stratif- stratospheres right there. All right. Uh, 3A football last night, last week of the regular season for 3A teams. Our game out at uh, District 6 Stadium, Northridge, with the 27-19 win. We talked about that a little bit. Damon West was our Norfolk Iron Metal Player of the Game. Just a terrific effort. Damon West was everywhere. In fact, when I went by, so he's he's running the football. He's playing D. He's uh, he scores a couple of touchdowns. He uh, he's kicking off. He's kicking extra points and field goals. I think he had two field goals in the game. Damon West was all over the place last night. Think I saw him selling uh, concessions at the concession stand as well last night. But uh, Damon West, our Norfolk Iron Metal Player of the Game game. The Grizzlies win at 27 to 19 over the... Severance Silver Knights, who really came to play. Jeff Van Winkle's team, as I said, great job by them. But, uh, the Grizz holding at that number four, uh, a seed. Hope they land the four as we turn around and get there. If they do, they'll have two home playoff games. The first home playoff game next weekend, the first one since 2005 for the Northridge Grizzlies on their home field. All right. After the ball game last night, um, Kyle caught up with uh, Jeremy Hayden, the Northridge head coach after the ball game, talked to him about the victory.
2: Coach, thanks for taking some time. Thanks so much. Yeah, you guys, uh, that game, I, I, you know, I'm listening and trying to do scoreboard updates, So, but that thing sounded like it had a little bit of everything from an onside kick to start both halves, uh, turnovers galore, but uh, at the end of the day, you guys outlast them and get the victory.
4: Yeah, I mean, we just we, we just kept shooting ourselves in the foot uh, a couple times there and just made it closer than, than, than what we wanted it to be and, and put ourselves behind the chains, kind of like what Casey was talking about. You just got to stay ahead of the chains with the, with a physical team like that, and, and you know every week we're going to see the best from everybody. And I think uh, I think Severance gave us that, so it's just good to get out of there with a the win.
2: Yeah, you, you, and I guess I was gonna—that's where I was going to talk to too because I heard a couple of times right, you guys were right down inside the inside the goal to go, and then penalties kind of set you back, and you end up kicking field goals instead of scoring touchdowns. But uh, you, you you stuck with it, and you still got the victory.
4: Yeah, I mean, there's there's some play calls down there I need to work on a little bit better in the in the red zone to to give us a better chance, and you know we got we got to clean up some penalties in there so we can stay inside the red zone. So um, kicking field goals rather than scoring touchdowns is always a problem. Um, I'm just glad we had we had Damien West in there to, to boot him through and, and give us some points. So yeah, we'll go back to the drawing board and get and get some uh, some more red zone plays and get them get them cleaned up a little bit better.
2: Yeah, huge night for Damon West. I think he scored twice and and kicked a couple of those field goals. So uh, uh, another big night for him.
4: Yeah, he's such a he's such a great competitor. He'll do anything we ask. And our, our, our kicker was gone at a at a soccer a soccer game because he's playing in the playoffs. And so he stepped right up and and, and took over the kicking duties today. And man, I can't say enough about that kid. He does everything you ask him to do.
2: Yeah, and there's a difference between kicking extra points and then actually having to step back there and kick some of them longer field goals, so what, I mean, obviously you knew his range, but that that's impressive to have a guy that, that can step in and, not, and be more than just an extra point kicker.
4: Yeah, I mean, anytime you ask him to do anything, I mean, I could ask him to go play center, and I guarantee the kid would get in there and fight his butt off, so I'm just super proud of that kid. He, he works his butt off. He's always there to do whatever we need him to do, and so I knew I knew him kicking field goals would be just fine tonight.
2: Yeah, you guys win the turnover battle again. I I know there was at least an interception and maybe a couple of fumble recoveries. I think you guys put one on the ground, but uh, the defense doing their part again this week as well.
4: Absolutely, defense stepped up in critical situations. Obviously, we got a we got to clean up some small personnel stuff and some and some uh, you know run fit stuff. But at the end of the day, when it when when all when all the chips are on the on the table, we we, we showed up and played our butts off.
2: Yeah, you guys holding at number four in the consensus RPI rankings, or you came in at number four, holding serve tonight. Hopefully you stay there and have a chance to have two home games, huh?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's always nice to play at D6. Uh, We have great fans and great community to come out and watch us. And so if we can get to play at home for a couple, that'd be nice, but... You know, we we got to focus on wherever they put us. We'll go play. Yeah,
2: and and obviously, you know, you got to win the first one before you get the second one. But uh, we're counting on you guys to do that. We thank you for uh, joining us all season, and uh, we we hope for continued success. And we'll keep chatting at you as you guys keep rolling along here.
1: Sounds
4: good. I appreciate you having me on.
1: All right. Uh, there's Jeremy Hayden, the head coach out at Northridge High School. There, win 27-19 last night. Let's see. I did not, and my fault, did not do my, I, I did a lot of stuff this morning, but I did not check that consensus RPI. So hoping they're sitting four still. But, uh, and that should be it. Cause last night I think was the, I think it was the run. I'm not sure there is a, uh, another 318 out of the area going today, but I thought they were all finished last night. Uh, but if they do in uh, end up in that top four, two home games for uh, Northridge. Look out, folks. Look out for the Grizz. Uh, Going to be tough. Uh, all right, let's get to uh, the rest of the 3A games last night. Roosevelt smashes Mountain View 49 15, so the Riders will be the number one seed in the tournament coming up as the uh, brackets come out tomorrow in Chassa. They finish the season a perfect 10 and 0 on the year. Only two games Northridge has lost in the last two and, well, f- almost three full seasons only two games they've lost are those uh, the uh semifinal game last year or i guess that was the quarter and then the uh, championship game against Durango the year before but uh, i think roosevelt they they're the team to beat i really think they are maybe they match up against durango again we'll find out uh, as we get to towards the end of the month here uh how about this score last night um so uh, uh Chris Tedford and the Thompson Valley Eagles. This is a this is a team that can be pretty darn good on a given night, and uh, they whip Resurrection Christian forty-one to six last night. So Resurrection Christian has been outscored seventy-six to twelve in the last two weeks. What has happened uh, in Loveland to Resurrection Christian? Bob Mox team. They just got they got run now two weeks in a row. So we'll see. Um, they're the they were the number nine coming in in that consensus RPI, which would them on the road. Um, I'm assuming they'll drop a couple of slots here and be on the road in the playoffs. Can they bounce back? Can Res bounce back and get rocking? And what will Thompson Valley do? Where will they end up? They were the 11 in the consensus RPI. Will they move up a couple of spots with the wins? So uh, very interesting. I'm not sure Thompson Valley can get to the 8 and host a game, but uh, boy, oh boy, big win for them last night, 41-6. Denver North beats Niowa 23-15. Lutheran shuts out Fort Morgan. Wow, the, it, it shows you how fleeting a championship is Fort Morgan, the 3A champ last year. They'll end up the season this year three and seven, and uh, their finale's is a 37 and nothing loss against number four Lutheran. The Mead Mavericks and uh, the Riverdale Ridge. Oh, uh, I don't know Panthers. I, that's I, I don't know. <laughs> Riverdale Ridge Meade beats them 42 to 7 though. So Jason Glatts team ends 4 and 6. They were the 20 seed coming in probably against the 24 Riverdale Ridge last night. They weren't they probably don't make up enough slots to get there. So uh, that is it for the uh, 3A games last night. We'll come back next segment, get to the 4A and 5A games. We've got a uh, a, a clip with uh, Rocky Mountain head coach Mark Brook. His son Gage Brook back in the uh, back in the lineup now and it's been, it's huge for them. Didn't think Gage would be back? Second time he's broken the same foot in two years, and he's uh, he's back on the field. And a big win for him as Rocky beat Mountain Vista on Thursday night, twenty to thirteen. We'll come back with the four A and five A brackets and scores. Do that when we come back. Northern Colorado's voice one and and thirteen ten KFK. Welcome back, Allen Communication Studios. It is Preps Rewind on a Saturday. Thank you so much to my good friends at Gould Parts out there, Alan Gould, Vic, Marie, the whole staff out there. They're fantastic. Um, You need a part, truck part, car part, big machine part, any kind of a part, one place to go here in NOCO. That's uh, Gould Parts, your source for quality Napa parts. They're right off of Highway 85 and Collins Street. Give them a call today. As I always say, uh, circle this number and stick it up on the fridge, 454-3355. It is Gould Parts in downtown Eaton. Great sponsor, headline sponsor here for going on 11 years on this show, Preps Rewind. We thank them so much for what they do. Big, big part of us here at uh, KFKA. All right, uh, let's get to the uh, 4A and 5A brackets and the game's completed uh, last night. 4A, the Windsor Wizards. How about Chris Jones' team? Stepping up last night, beat Bear Creek. Windsor was the 15 seed, Bear Creek was the 18. So out at Dudley Field in Windsor, and uh, JT Thomas, the whole crew out there, big game for them. 23-6. to Windsor comes away with a win. So that means that next weekend they will take on the two-seed, the Broomfield Eagles. So Broomfield and Windsor, who if you go back in the history of this, uh, this matchup in the postseason, it's been crazy. There have been a number of wild games between these two teams. Hope we get another one next weekend, Broomfield and Windsor. Loveland did not play last night. They got the bye since they're the four seed they will take on Dakota Ridge. Dakota Ridge beat Longmont last night 43 to 14. So for the uh, Loveland Red Wolves, I almost said, you know, the I word. The Loveland Red Wolves, they are one point away from a perfect season. Remember our opener on Preps Radio, a 36-35 loss against Fossil Ridge in the closing seconds of that ball game, or they'd have a perfect record. So I, I, I talk about this a bunch. In 2A, I think the Reds have, a, Eaton Reds have a chance, big chance to win their third straight. In 3A, I think Roosevelt has an outstanding chance. I think they're the team to beat in 3A. And in 4A, even though they're the four seed, I think the Loveland Red Wolves. Uh, I think Alan Jeffrey's team can go win another state title here. So that would be three in seven years, I think, for uh, Loveland if they get this done uh, this uh, this year. So that's your four A look, five A football. We'll talk about Thursday's uh, games, but let's get uh, last night's game in the books here. Fossil Ridge, Jeff Fulton's club, what a win last night. 45-21 against Mullen. And uh, I don't have exact stats on the ballgame, but what I have heard is uh, Tyler Kubat threw three touchdown passes to Trek Keyworth last night. You know how good Keyworth is. So Trek had a big night. Uh, Colton Pollock had a 72-yard touchdown run. Um, I think Jake Toshkoff had a touchdown run as well, so I Told you, look out, man. Fossil Ridge is for real. There's no doubt about it. But they've got a monster on deck as uh, Re- they'll take on Regis next weekend. So uh, Regis out of a, maybe the best conference in the state. And and I'm just saying this is going to be one heck of a uh, of a contest. It's going to take Fossil Ridge on the road against Regis to come up with a huge, their biggest win of the year if they can take down Regis uh, in that one. But a uh, big win for Fossil Ridge last night, 45-21 against Mullen on Thursday it was uh the Putterin Impalas, Eric Tonkin's team dropping uh, the uh, the loss to Legend a 22-15 in that ball game but a great season for the Impalas Eric Tonkin and his uh, his team must be very proud and hold their heads high for a great great season how about the upset maybe the upset of the uh the first round Rocky Mountain beats Mountain Vista 20 to 13 but I-, I saw that and I didn't know I can't believe I didn't didn't see it, but I didn't know Gage Brook was back. And uh, the lefty came back. Uh, you know, Mark is the his dad is the head coach of this team for about 150 years. And uh, I will tell you what: um, to get him back, this team must be fired up. 20 to 13, they beat Mountain Vista on Thursday. And uh, Kyle Johnson, after the uh, program, caught up with the head coach out at Rocky Mountain High School, Mark Brook, to talk about the victory. Coach, thanks for uh, taking a little time with us tonight.
5: Absolutely. Glad to be on, guys. Thanks for having
2: me. Yeah, you guys, obviously, uh, the first time that we get real weather and uh, you guys get to play in it, uh, had to go on the road. So you had you had a few things stacked against you, but you had a familiar face show back up as well. I think a lot of people thought Gage was done for the season. That was kind of the report I was giving, and then I see last night following along on Twitter that, uh, that he got to play again. So very cool, I'm sure, for you and for him also it being his senior year.
5: It was it was a great night. You know, it's one of those nights that I think all kids when they're young dream about playing in the snow football game like that. And our boys got to live the dream last night. So it was it was sure special for us. A lot of reasons. Obviously, Gage was back, which was a good boost for our team. So that was big. But you know, it was it was it was just all a great night all the way around. It really was.
2: Yeah, and I I've seen like I said I kind of follow along online, it, it, that's the best way I know to do it. And uh, it, it sounds like your first touchdown was a, a, a gauge uh, pass to Cole Honnick Hope I'm saying that correctly. Uh, yep. So the snow did not did not throw you guys slow you guys down from throwing the ball around a little bit last night.
5: Well, we threw it a little bit, but not much. You know, we didn't. We knew we had to run the ball quite a bit last night, obviously, and that's what we've been doing for the last handful of weeks. We haven't had a lot of time to resurrect our offense or change much, so we kind of stayed a lot of course we've been doing. We ran the ball a lot and tried to take care of it and secure it, and our kids did a great job. We were great up front. Uh, yeah, obviously, when you have snow like that, it's it's crucial that you play well up front on both sides of the ball. And our offensive defensive lines did a fantastic job. And when our defensive backs had a you know a chance to make a play on the ball, when the, when their D line pressured the quarterback, they did. We had a handful of interceptions. Obviously, it helped us led the big field position and our offense. Capitalized on a couple turnovers and took care of the football on our end. So it was a it was a clean game. It was a it was an old school football game for sure, but it was it was a treat.
2: Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, Caleb Wolf three interceptions in the game. That uh, that's a good night for a DB.
5: It was. He actually had two, and the other one, the third one was Nate. Yeah, so Nate Elizan had her third one. Yeah, so it was a big night for those kids. They played great.
2: Yeah, and like you said, uh, obviously forcing turnovers and, and getting short fields definitely helps an offense, and it, especially an offense where you guys are, where I'm sure you know you're working gauge back in there, so you don't have everything at your disposal. So it was probably nice to have some of them short fields.
5: It was. It was. It was huge, especially with, with the track when we're playing on two or three inches of snow. It was sure nice to be a short field for sure. And we've had a handful of you know adversity our kids have overcome, but we're working kids back in the fold and hopefully. Hopefully, our best football is still ahead of us. You know, we're we're proud of our kids, and we they've overcome a bunch. It's it's been a treat to be a part of.
2: Yeah, you guys. Uh, also, what I read, Cody Arnett into the end zone twice in the fourth quarter. So you guys get a couple of big fourth quarter scores. Obviously, one seals the game for you. Uh, so got to be happy with the night Cody had as well.
5: It was, it was. He was, you know, a young sophomore running back coming in and taking filling in for A. T. Tealer, who was hurt the week prior. He did a great job for us and followed his blocks and did what he was asked to do and, and capitalized and was fantastic, secured the football. And and obviously, you know, you know, we're led by the offensive line up front and those kids, we win, you know, I think every coach will tell you this, you win or lose with the kids up front, and our kids were great last night.
2: Yeah. I, my, uh, the game, you know, like I said, I, I seen pictures of it and that kind of stuff. Was it snowing already when you guys got down there or did it kind of uh. begin to snow as you guys were warming up and then, and then next thing you know, you're in a whiteout?
5: Yeah, it began to snow as we started warming up. So right at about 5 o'clock, the snow started. And then before the game started, we probably had, I don't know, an inch on the turf, and then it just kept going from there. So we had a break in the action. It was about a half an hour hour where it stopped snowing, but then fourth quarter it picked up and was heavy again. So it was a crazy night, but it it was a special night for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, and 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 like you said, you're happy with your team. You guys, uh, you know, I reached out to you earlier in the day because obviously twenty goes in, upsets a thirteen, and 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 all the all the fun stuff, all the storylines. But you said, well, I may be at practice at this time, so no 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 rest for you guys. You got to get right back at it and 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 have a big one coming up with a very good Grandview team.
5: We do. We do. I mean, first of all, cap taps off to, you know, to Mountain Vista. They're a great football team, and we had a couple breaks go our way. Obviously, we've been on their side of that fence. So That was a great game last night, and we're honored to get another shot to play this week and to play a week 12 and get a, get a shot at Grandview. They're a fantastic football team, and so our kids are going to keep grinding and do what they do, you know, but they'll, they'll take one day at a time. And we'll give them our best shot next Friday.
2: Yeah, they do. The, is the schedule laid out already? You guys know you play Friday, or do they do? Do they reset after each week? I'm not totally I up believe, to speed I on mean, that. I believe. I mean,
5: I'm not. A, I'm not 100 sure, but I believe we'll be playing on Friday night. Yeah, and, I can't. And, I can't speak that. Cause that's our athletic director's job. And as far as I know, we're playing Friday night.
2: Right, yeah. and you guys will have to go there, right?
5: Correct. Yeah, we will. Yep. Yeah,
2: that's. I thought higher seed hosted, but I know in some of the lower class. I don't know. It's not your job to inform me how the playoffs work right. but i know i know some of them lower classes you know everybody gets a chance at a home game type of thing so but uh, i thought you guys probably were going to be on the road again but obviously it worked yep. out well for you this week so uh you'll probably plug away at it again next week and and get back to practice and and who knows what the weather is going to be next week you might be able to let gage uh sling it around a little more
5: well we'll see we we got some work to do for that for sure but this time of year flip a coin you never know you know it was it was a special night last night, but it wouldn't be bad to have a dry turf, too. So, yeah, geez. yeah,
2: for sure. And, and like you said, I mean, it's so weird. I think it's an adjustment for the kids, too, right? Because probably, what, Wednesday night you were practicing, it was 70 degrees when you started practice. Oh, yeah. So to go yeah. from, you know, we haven't really had cold or snow that you guys can no, even really haven't. practice in. And then all of a sudden it's like, here, have it all at once. Be freezing yeah. and wet.
5: It was, <laughs> it was different for sure, yeah. And that was the ball secret. It was everything in the game like last night. And we, you know, I said we got a couple of lucky breaks our way, which is perfect. So it was, it was, it was a crazy week for sure. But uh, I wouldn't mind some nice weather too. So <laughs> a little bit of each is good.
2: Yeah, you, you talk about that ball security, and, and I yep. guess that's another thing that makes you proud of a guy like Cody Arnett, just a sophomore to come in there and, and have that ball security and, and be able to, uh, to to plug and play.
5: Oh, absolutely, it's huge. And he he knew that, and was and he's he's a he's a smart dozing kid. So he he you know. He didn't run timid or run scared. He didn't run like a sophomore. He played his tail off and, and got yards. It wasn't like he was just going down protecting the football. He, he grinded and had a great night for us. So it was a big night for him. I'm super proud of him. You know, he, he had an opportunity to come in and, and and perform, and he did a great job. Yeah.
2: All right, coach. Well, I won't hang you up too much more, but like I said, uh, I I thought it was a fun story last night when I seen it. You guys go down there, get a win, get your senior quarterback back, and uh, and uh, get to keep playing. So, congratulations on the win, and uh, give Grandview all you got next week, and uh, maybe
5: we'll catch you again. That sounds great. We will we will do our best. Thanks for the support. I appreciate you guys. Take care.
1: Alright, there's Mark Brook, the head football coach out at Rocky Mountain High School. Oh, he's over 20 years at Rocky. I mean, he's been there forever and a day, but a big win for them on Thursday night, 20-13 to 13, against Mountain Vista. We'll come back next segment, going to hook up with Lindsey Brown, the uh, Roosevelt volleyball coach. We'll get your 3A uh, uh, regionals coming up, what that looks like today, and a little bit of other action, but uh, Lindsey Brown, Roosevelt volleyball coach, on next. Perhaps rewind on a Saturday here in Northern Colorado's Voice, 103 at 13 10KFK. Welcome back to the program 1043 on this Saturday here in Northern Colorado. ALO Communications Studios and we thank of course our sponsor our headline sponsor of the program uh School parts and downtown Eaton. All right, uh, volleyball is uh, front and center this weekend. Regionals coming up. Five different Patriot League teams are hosting regionals. Eaton, Platte Valley, University, Valley, and Resurrection Christian are. Uh, we did catch up with uh, Roosevelt uh, volleyball coach, Lindsey Brown. Three titles at Mountain View. Can she bring that success over to Roosevelt her second time back with uh, with Roosevelt? and. Uh, they are down at Pueblo County for the uh, regionals today. Pueblo County, Mead, and Roosevelt in that mix. Caught up with Lindsey Brown. Talked about the season and the regionals. Here's Lindsey. Lindsey, how are you?
6: Good. How are you guys this morning? Fantastic. Good, okay, I, can coach.
1: Hear, I can hear you just fine. You sound like a winner out here today. I know you're, you've you been <laughs> battling the voice. Uh, is that from uh, screaming at the kids, or, or where's the how's, how's the voice going?
6: I think it's just that, you know, it's, getting towards the end of a long season nope. and teaching all day long nope. and it's just kind of you know i woke up this morning hoping for a voice and i have a little bit of one so i apologize that it is a little <laughs> raspy but we will do it coach what do
0: you teach at roosevelt
6: uh p.e. and health uh,
0: uh, i thought that but just wanted to make sure <laughs> absolutely <laughs> hey,
1: how's uh, how's your husband how's joe doing
6: he's doing great uh, just had another state championship last weekend what did, so what did they what, get
1: what did they what, what was their championship uh,
6: Uh, girls, Cross country that's, but uh, in that's row.
1: very yep. cool. Yeah, doing yeah. doing great stuff there. And I see him number seven wow. seed in this tournament. So uh, uh, yep. yeah, there's a chance if you guys play your cards right, maybe you'll run into him on the, uh, on, the cor- <laughs> on the court out there. Talk to me yep. about uh, about your club here. You guys going to head to Pueblo for the uh, for the regionals coming up here? But uh, the tournament you guys played at the end of the year here, at, uh, Thompson Valley, Naiwad in there. Two teams that are in this tournament: Thompson Valley the two seed, Niwats the seven. Severance and Frederick are in there as well. That closing tournament how'd your girls play
6: you know we did some great things at uh, at that tournament obviously our conference is very tough when it comes to volleyball mm. um we have two of the top teams in the state you know within our own conference sure. and so you know that was just a great opportunity to get to play four quality opponents on that day to kind of get us ready um and set for postseason we really treated it um with the mindset of it being postseason kind of the same format uh, well, we tried to make it the same format so that we have a better awareness um, of what this weekend's going to look like. We also hosted a triangular two weeks ago uh, with Fruta Monument and Greeley West and set it up just like what a re- regional bracket would be. Sure. Um, so we've had, you know, that great experience the past two weekends um, to be ready to play on that Saturday morning and just be in the right mindset, you know, get routines down um, and bring our best stuff on the court that day.
0: And, Coach, I really like what volleyball does with their end-of-the-season tournaments. It's part of your 23-game uh, schedule. Uh, very few other sports get to do that. I know basketball, it seems like once we end league play, it's right in, did you make the playoffs, didn't you make the playoffs? And it just comes to such an abrupt halt, or you continue. But... Um, How do you enjoy these tournaments, and and does it give you things? If you know you're going to be in the playoffs, are there some subtle changes maybe you want to make into the playoffs, or uh, how do you handle that with your team?
6: You know, volleyball is one of those sports that you go all season long, and you're used to playing. You know, one game per night. Sure. And you know you have time to prepare for the next match, and then all of a sudden, postseason gets here and you're playing either back-to-back or two, maybe even three matches in a day. Um, so that benefit of having those end-of-the-season tournaments is great because it gives us that different mindset of how to approach it, you know, um, what to do on our off games, which teams to watch, how to transition from, hey, we just played this team, and then we need to, you know, focus on our next opponent um, and be ready to go for there. So those um, end-of-the-year tournaments are awesome um, to, just to get in that different mindset You know, that is very different than the regular season where we have one game on Tuesday night and then you go to practice the next day and prepare for the Thursday night game. You know, so with postseason, we fit a lot of huge matches into a shorter period of time. And so it's just great to be able to um, practice that adjustment piece so that we are ready to go for the regional tournament.
1: We're talking with Lindsey Brown, a Roosevelt volleyball coach out here. She makes her return to Roosevelt. Lindsey, was it three state titles at Mountain
6: View? Yep, three states. Cr- I can't say that to very many people.
1: So yeah. Bruce has been coaching basketball for 150 years. Yeah, and he's got I one. I don't have so. three. I don't have yeah. three. Um, how much does that help you? Yeah, you've been there. You've done it three times to the to the Golden Ball. Um, and then I look at the seniors, uh, Avery Schneider and Natalia Sauer. I mean, th- those are two just to begin with. But how big do you lean on your seniors and what and and your history where you've been as you get to the tournament here?
6: You know, just trying to build that experience all season long um, and just building that confidence on and off the court, I think really, you know, and keeping things the same. You can't train for postseason starting two days in advance. You know, that's something you're training for the entire season to be in the right mindset, sure. to work on those consistent repetitions, you know, building um, that team mentality on and off the court. So that's something we've been working on, um, you know, since August. And to be able to have... Uh, seven awesome seniors lead this way, you know, we have that great experience um, and that maturity level from our awesome senior class. And, you know, with them, um, they've been through a lot for four years. They've had four different head coaches in each of their high school careers. So we're just trying to, you know, really continue building that confidence in them. And then, um, you know, making sure they're in the right mindset to leave it all on the court on Saturday and Um, work hard to continue our season for another week
0: now coach will you go down the night before or just travel to the day of
6: um we are actually leaving in the afternoon on friday great um we're going to do some team building activities along the way in colorado springs and then check into our hotel have a great team dinner watch some film get a good night's sleep and be ready to go on saturday
0: great approach and you hope they get into good night's sleep that's right
6: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: okay. Uh Coach Brown, uh Clark and I were, you know, talking about this. You go to uh, regionals and everybody ends up 1-1 one, one, and 1. What's,
6: right. What's yeah.
0: what's the tiebreaker? I mean, how 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 who how is it decided who moves on to the state tournament?
6: Um so it will be a playoff. It would be a playoff if there's a 1-1 one one tie. And so they take the two lowest um, game-winning percentages of the day. They'll play each other one game to 25. Okay. And then the winner of that will play the highest winning percentage one game to twenty five to go to the state tournament.
1: Yeah, and it seems I mean obviously there can be a lot of one one and ones Absolutely. um in this tournament. So interesting those the two lower teams would play one in the uh, the and I like that I like that a little we a little decided bit of, on the court. yeah a little yeah. bit of advantage to exactly. the team that deserved it yeah. in that in that yeah. uh, in that trisome. So that's uh, that's very thanks cool. for yeah.
0: answering that question and, yeah. and, and, and yeah, just no and just okay.
1: one of the t- one from each region. So you're going to have twelve teams going to the state.
6: Correct. Yep. One for me. Clark, 12 volleyball teams. That's
0: right. 12 volleyball teams get to go to the state (laughs) tournament. God, I love that. Okay. I love it, too. But how many other sports get 12? No, I know. I know. I know. Coach, we're envious. Yeah, we, we are. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, Coach, uh, yeah. outside of your team, but I also wanted to throw out kudos here. Um, <laughs> we talked about your seniors already, a couple of the big seniors, but uh, mm-hmm. your freshman, too. Uh, Braylon Bailey, I mean, 578 yeah. assists. She's been terrific as a setter. Very cool Absolutely. to see impactful freshmen, impactful sophomores in high school sports. You've certainly got one here, don't you?
6: Absolutely. You know, Braylon came in um, right at the start, 5-1 setter. You know, she's set for us every point this season. Mm. Um, She does a great job leading our offense. Um, She has a great mindset on and off the court, and it's just fun to watch, you know, see how much she has developed from the beginning of the season to now. And, you know, the seniors do a great job um, using their experience and their leadership um, to help her, you know, if there's any nerves, or you know, just make sure that we're running that clean offense on our side. Um, but she's stepped up to the, you know, she's stepped up to the occasion. She's done a great job, um, and she really is that stability for us, um, you know, just to maintain that consistency on our side of the net.
1: What about on the defensive side? Do you guys use a libero or no?
6: Yes, we actually have three tremendous defensive specialists, mm. and it just makes it so fun to. You know, getting in those long defensive rallies, and you just see them diving all over the court and digging up those balls and extending the rally. And it's just, you know, fun to be able to continue those rallies and then let our hitters put it down.
1: All right, uh, Lindsey, uh, you've played Thompson Valley. You've played uh, uh, Niwad in the mix in there. Um, Windsor's the three seed in here. Palmer Ridge is the one. Lutheran's four. Lewis Palmer's five. Green Mountain's six. Um, how many of these teams have you seen? Is there a dark horse in there, or is there a substantial? Because I always thought the way Lester Thorne's team was playing all year at Thompson Valley, they're going to be the one seed. But here, Palmer Ridge, Palmer Ridge sneaks in. So what, what? how many of these teams have you seen?
6: Um, we've seen most of them. Uh, yep. My assistant coach, Krista Davison, and I went down to that big Colorado Springs tournament um, to to watch last Friday. Um, so we were able to see the majority of those teams there. Lutheran wasn't there, but we saw them earlier. We didn't play them, but we saw them um, at the Eaton tournament at the beginning of sure. the season. But 4 a, you know, it's just year after year. They are so tough. Uh, Laverne has a great program at Windsor. They're always going to be, you know, that tump- tough competition. And, um, for it, it's, it's fun volleyball to watch and it's great. There are tremendous athletes and those great teams. Thompson Valley looks very strong. Palmer Ridge is strong. Um, I haven't seen green mountain, okay. um, but I've heard some great things about them. But again, it in, you know, it could be anybody's game. It's who's playing, um, well, these last two weeks of the season.
0: Hey coach, would you go to scout a team when you go watch tournaments, What's one thing that you try to pick up from each team?
6: Um, you know, we just look for different tendencies. So we do different shot charts on their sure. hitters, see where their hitters like to place the ball. Um, you know, see if they have any different tendencies. If they're down, are they going to play the same way? If they're up, how they're doing there? You know, for what defenses they run, and then just look for. Um, you know, just where we can hit it to be the most successful, where we can serve it to be the most successful, to get our opponents out of system.
1: All right, uh, very cool stuff. Enjoy your trip down there on uh, Friday. Absolutely. That's a that's a great team building trip. A great that's a fun yeah. fun trip for the kids. There's no doubt about coach, it. Coach, there's great restaurants Absolutely. in Pueblo. Yeah, Bruce's there system. we go. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Very cool <laughs> yeah. stuff, Lindsay. Thank your voice did great. Thanks for Absolutely. holding on with us and getting on the air with us and go down there and kill no them. Problem. Okay. All right.
6: Perfect. Thank Thanks, you Thanks, so Coach. Much.
1: All right, there's Lindsey Brown, head volleyball coach out at uh, Roosevelt High School. They're down in Pueblo County. Take on uh, Pueblo County in the uh, in the tournament down there for regionals coming up. All right, we'll come back, wrap up the show here on a Saturday. Don't forget Eaton Reds and Bennett out at 1 o'clock at the stadium today in Eaton, uh, knocking it out of the park. All right, come back in a moment. Northern Colorado's Voice, it's one zero three one and 1310 KFKA. All right, uh, thank you on the uh, program here on Press Rewind today to the coaches that jumped on last night with Kyle. Um, of course, uh, Casey Doss, uh, Jeremy Hayden, both off big wins for their teams. Mark Brook, who's uh, Rocky Mountain Lobos won on Thursday. Don't forget, wow, Eaton High School is a buzz today. Eaton and Bennett in football at 1 o'clock. Eaton is hosting right now the uh, volleyball uh, regionals out there. So should be a fantastic day out there. Uh, hug your kids, folks. Have a wonderful weekend. And we'll talk to you guys on Clark and the Coach on Monday. Uh, thank you to Gould Parts and Downtown Eden for being the great sponsor, Northern Colorado's Voice 1031 and 1310 KFKA.